Hello, Claire Isaac. Hello, Lisa Sinclair from Sydney, Australia. <laughs> and hello, Claire Isaac, also from the Sydney, Australia. <laughs> nice to have you back in the city. Oh, well, that's right. Because last, where was I last week? I was in Queensland. Yes, and even though I, yes. can't, I still can't see you, it's nice to see you in a different spot. Yay! I'm waving at you now. Um, yes, we're back in Sydney and it's quite nice to be home, I have to say. Yay. After six, six and a half weeks away in your own home is enough for me, little Cancerian. Yeah, you crawl back into your shell. Yes, and especially in lockdown, it's like I don't have to see anyone still. Although I am going to have a, pic- a picnic this weekend, do you? Yay. Um, uh, we hadn't, I haven't thought about it, but maybe, yeah. Well, let's record a podcast, shall we? Let's. All right, I'll tell you what we've got on the list this week, Claire. All right. We're going to have a good old chat about the Met Gala. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, because it raised Just all happened. sorts of issues. It did. People were angry. Yes. They were outraged. Angry. Yes, yes. All sorts. Um, we've got some culture club, culture club, culture, culture club. club. And uh, we've got some big questions. Big questions, yeah. Also, some crying times. <laughs> it's my party and I cry if I want to. Sorry. Yes. Um, and then some of the questions aren't questions, big questions, but they are questions, Little if that questions. makes sense. Little questions. Little questions. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, let's start, Claire, with... So the Met Gala happened this week, um, and I think because we're also starved of red carpets, that it was like so exciting. We put a lot. It? We put a lot of um, faith in it to kind of give us everything we required from a red carpet. Yeah, and I reckon they, it delivered. It delivered, and it sort of, and then it also didn't deliver because I feel like they were all dressed up in kind of like. Stupid. Yeah, it's like they they decided to just go one step further than normal. One bit. step beyond. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of great, a lot of absolute crazy in there, wasn't there? I think when Kim Kardashian turns up in black Balenciaga, unbelievable, head to toe, including a yeah. black mask, so she's actually not. You can't see it's her. <laughs> You just have was she to... making a statement? I don't know. Look, I think I've read a whole bunch of stuff about, you know, yes. very many statements she could have been making, but no one actually knows. No, okay. So, yeah, let's go with no. So, um, <laughs> it, was, it, was quite no. it was quite interesting, wasn't it? Because um, there were so many over 50s on the red carpet. and right. also well, the v- none of them have been out, have they? Bless them. They've all they've no. <laughs> to get out. And there. then the VMAs... Um, also, you know, the two standouts that everyone was talking about was J-Lo and Madonna. Yeah. So the over 50s have sort of been ruling the red carpet, haven't they? Have, they? they have. So at the yeah. Met Gala, there was Debbie Harry. Yeah, she looked fantastic. Who looked amazing. There was yeah. J-Lo who looked terrible in a brown Ralph Lauren. Was it Ralph Lauren? Like, yeah, like um, a cowboy, cowboy nod. I thought it was awful. Because the theme was Americana or American yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. um, Debbie was in like the Stars and Stripes kind of dress thing yeah. with a big flounce. She had a denim skirt. jacket and then a red and white like crinoline. Yeah, it was, am- was very it was amazing. Um, Madonna was at the VMAs in you know bondage gear. There's a surprise. Yeah, <laughs> it's a day ending in why Madonna's in bondage gear. Yes, um, but it started a, a bit of um, a chatter on our PDAs, which is our onliney Facebooky group, didn't it? It did. Um, I've spent a lot of time recently with um, ladies in their sort of late 70s, early 80s. And 
and this little group of ladies, they all dress so beautifully. Mm. Um, very stylish, very nice, always put together. Um, and I think there's a lot to aspire to there. They obviously haven't had any work done. Um, it's just not their not their thing. That, not that generation. Lovely hair, always have their hair done. Yeah. Um, and just beautifully put together. And then, you know, they don't mind spending a bit of money on clothes still, you know, yeah. and good shoes and good clothes. And they look after um, them too. So that even if they've had them for a long time, oh, yes. they keep them nicely, don't they? That's yeah. the other thing that we don't yeah. do because we've got such throwaway stuff. Yes. Um, I was I mentioned that show a few weeks ago, The End on Foxtel, which yes. is which is a bit old. It's been on for it's a couple of years old now, but I um just I'm still in the midst of watching it and Noni Hazelhurst is in it and I think she's another good poster girl for being older and just looking like your age and, and just she you know, she just in this in this in particular, she's amazing. She's like a real free spirit and she's just all sort of drinks a lot and has parties and really enjoys herself. And that's what I got from that show actually is that being you can still have a really full and interesting and fun life and, you know, they're naughty and they're you know, it's it's sort of bucks that idea that you have to be J-Lo and be all strict about having one egg white a day or whatever to stay yeah. looking like a 30-year-old. J-Lo, um, looks, J-Lo just looks exhausting to me. It is exhausting and I also don't really see the point. I don't know why she's doing it because it's not – there's no real – end to that you know like it's like madonna you kind of go right you're 63 you've made yourself into a cartoon character and that's kind of what your thing is right you've yeah she's made herself into this sort of puffy faced buxom caricature caricature of what she used to be maybe and she probably is aware of that a little bit she's quite sort of savvy yeah whereas i think j-lo is just determined to not age but i don't really see to what end Mm. Yes, and I think I suppose the thing about all the people we see on the red carpet is that by their nature and by the industry that they work in, they're going to be invested in all the youthening treatments, aren't they? And they're sort of almost forced to do it by the industry. Whereas I think out in the real world, there's probably lots of really fantastic role models who are older without having to sort of succumb to all the pressures and stuff. Actually, I agree. And I, I feel like also that most women know that as well. Like it's fine. For yeah. Us. Like I think we look at J-Lo and I don't think there's any way in the world that I could get there. No. <laughs> no, clear. You know, for many, many reasons. Just <laughs> but I could, impossible. I could easily be Helen Mirren, for example, with a bit of work and a stylist and a good hairdresser and, you know, and, and maybe a gym membership. You know, like there's things I could do to sort of age in that way, but there's no nothing I could do to age like J-Lo is going to age or like Madonna's no. going to age. Or, you know, like it's just not no. it's just not me. I do think Debbie Harry is ageing well. I mean, you know, you've got to remember there's, there's weird, there's men like Keith Richard out there who've been pickled, you know, yes. and he's like in his 70s and he's never going to, he's, you know, he's just ageless as well. It's just some, she's had a huge life. Sometimes I think that that, can stop you aging in a way like it can kind of it keeps you looking the way you did and maybe you don't really look like that but that's what you appear to look like to us yes in some way uh, there was an article in the telegraph in the uk and it really got my goat claire it, did. Um, it was, the weird, wasn't was it? 17 style suggestions for 60 year olds who want to look better not younger yeah and it was oh it really got on my wick it was like it was also it was just this idea of the better makes me really cranky as well 
but also it was just so like don't do this don't do that don't do this it's like you know what do what you like wear the wrong trousers you know um it was very it's also very middle class and kind of and it you had a lot money, of money like getting yeah. your teeth whitened not having old shoes and and things yeah there was this bit, it's, number 16 was things you can't do past 40, let alone 60, right? Mm-hmm. Grunge, disagree. Messy hair, disagree. Mom jeans, maybe. Irony, disagree. Aubergine hair, whatever. Cheap tap jewellery, why not? Heavy, <laughs> wonky eyeliner. Oh, that's, that's me out then. <laughs> <laughs> Neglected nails and worse toenails. I mean, what can you do in lockdown? Spaghetti straps, sheer tights, mini skirts with bare legs. I mean, tell that to Elle. Yeah. Um, and boho. And it's like, well, boho, no. You know, you can do what you like. I say bo- boho, yo. Yeah, it just annoyed me a little bit. The things they say, um, the best fashion investments to make in your 60s included white trainers, a good pair of jeans, a classic watch. Well, that's just a load of absolute horse bollocks isn't it i have to say one of the funniest things um oh no i'll save it for what's made me laugh claire okay I'm to know, though, right. write yourself yeah. a note because you forget yeah yeah <laughs> okay um okay but one of the things you did like in that story that made me angry was about the gray hair well it just said you've got to commit to gray hair all or nothing blitz or cultivate so you've either yes. got to decide you don't want gray hair and diet religiously or you've got to cultivate your gray hair and live with it and and then you know own it i'm still mm. in, i'm on the fence you know i've got splinters in my ass as they as they like to say Splint. oh gosh <laughs> because I, I go from i go from wanting to go gray to then having grays around my temples and going oh no no and having to immediately color my hair mm. so not there yet not there yet not all there right yet. well listen Please make sure you recap every week I where will. we are with um, your grey journey, <laughs> your your grey evolution. <laughs> I am the most boring um, woman. Sorry. And just on JLo, I've decided she gives me the shits, but I do love Benefer. Look, I love Benefer too. And now I'm worried though because I keep reading things that people are saying that it's just a publicity stunt for the. Oh, it's so staged. Yeah. I mean, all the red, all the red. Um, Carpet stuff is so ridiculously staged. I mean, they always but were really staged, though, weren't they? They that were. That's the whole thing. She gives him, she's given him such a glow up, though, hasn't she? She has. And it, and for that, we thank her. He's back to being <laughs> Affleck of old. Like yes. He's hot again. Um, yes. He's he's slimmed down. He's got he's lost his dad bod. He's lost his you know. He's done his fake tan. Yeah, he's got his tan on. He's got his sharp <laughs> suits on. I and mean, you can tell he's feeling good as well, can't you? Yeah, and why wouldn't yeah. he? You know, he's got the hottest yeah. the hottest woman in the world on his arm. Yeah. Um, I just yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I just I like it because I think it's totally Hollywood. And coming from magazines like you. It it would just excite me beyond belief because I'd be writing stories and loving every yeah. second of it. <laughs> and also, there's just no one else around, is there? I mean, I liked um, is it Camilla Cabello and Sean Mendes, but oh, they're yeah. very young. They are they're very, very young. young. They are very young. There's, there's no one fun around to sort of. I don't know if I could. Pick as them as out the young people a... say, "Ship, I ship them." Yes, I don't know they? if I'd pick them out of a lineup. You know who I think I I, I ship for different. No, I don't ship them. <laughs> I hate them, but I like. I'm sort of fascinated. Is Courtney Kardashian and her man? Oh, yes. Is it Machine yeah, Gun Kelly or is it the other one? No, no. that's uh, it's the other one. Yeah. She's with um, you know, the guy from Blink 
someone, isn't she? <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> I agree. I absolutely love their antics. It's so fun. All right, on she that looks note. like she's having a good time, doesn't she? On that note, let's move on. <laughs> let's do some Culture Club. Culture Club. Um, have you been listening to any Blink, whoever they are, Claire? <laughs> <laughs> Blink one eight two. I think he's a different band, but I can't remember. Well, look, you talk. You talk about Vigil, All and right. I'll look it up. Well, I'm watching old people's television, which is Vigil, which is on. Yeah. What's it on? Is that on Foxtel? On Foxtel, yeah. Yeah, it's um, it hasn't finished. It's still going. It's a series. It's a British series. It's a true crime. I mean, not true crime. It's a crime show. If you like all the crime shows, you'll love it. It's set on a submarine. So basically, someone gets. Killed on a submarine and Saran Jones, who is, of course, in everything in the UK, is a police detective who gets put on the submarine to find out who did it. And um, Rose Leslie is in it. She plays um, her... Oh, I love her. Yeah, she's beautiful, actually. She was lovely on the red carpet. I think she must be pregnant in this show because she wears a lot of flowy shirts. Okay. Um, But she plays her love interest slash colleague... But oh. there's a whole story there because um, her partner, her male partner, and has has died in a accident that you see in the first episode, and um, she has a fear of going underwater, and then she's stuck in this submarine for a long time, trying to work out what went on, what they're hiding, what the Ministry of Defence are hiding, what the Navy are hiding, whether there's I Russian involvement. It because I thought it sounded really boring. It's with not the boring. Submarine. No, it's good. Okay. And it's very because it's in a submarine, it is very claustrophobic and that sort yeah. of adds to the tension. Does she still does she speak with that sort of quite intense, quite pursed lip she way that she quite does? Pursed, yes. Yeah. But I love doing Doctor Doctor. Yeah, she's good. Doctor she's, Foster. Doctor Foster she was. She was in Blink One Eight Two. Um, I highly recommend. I mean, everyone sort of said it's it's a bit boring and stuff, but I really enjoyed it, and I, you know, I'm liking watching it, and that's not something I say often. How many out of five? I'll give it a three out of five. I'm not all, All you know, you know. I'm not rushing to that then. Mm -hmm. What about your new Sally Rooney book? Yeah, Um, I read that beautiful world. Where are you? I've read some good reviews. It's really good, actually. Now, I read a whole lot of stuff about her before I read it going in, and people were getting the shits with her being white and Irish and writing about white Irish people. Well, that's all right. What, what's wrong with that? I know. I know. That's You write right. about what you know, right? And also, you shouldn't be, you know, trying to write about things you don't know about. That's where you get into trouble as well. You and you get in trouble, don't you, like you American dirt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and this is different from conversations with friends and normal people. It's a sort of written in different ways. Like there's letters that between these two girls who've grown up together. Um, one of them is a very successful writer and one of them is um, like a book writer and one of them is a literature um, magazine editor um, who, who makes no money at all and um, it's just um, them and their friend male friend who they've all been friends for a long time and kind of what's it's just the, the very tangled relationship that the three of them have adding in the mix a new boyfriend that she's met on tinder and it's kind of I feel like it's probably a bit autobiographical when she's married, but I feel mm. like there's some stuff about her friends in there. It's good. I really enjoyed it. I could. It was a page turner. Take, yeah, how long did it take you to read it? It took me about three nights in bed. 
Oh, all right. That sounds good to me. Yeah, highly recommend that one. I'd give that one a four and a half out of five um, page turns. All right. Um, I read the new Leanne Moriarty. Yes, I'm excited about that. Is it good? Oh, you won't like it. (laughs) Damn it. I don't don't think you'll like it. Um, Apples Never Fall, it's called. Yeah. Um, It's like a family saga. I think it's a bit too... um, Family saga-ish for you. Oh, that's a shame. I thought I'd read that it was a bit of a whodunit or a... Oh, there is that element to it. It's about a family and they're all tennis players and the mum and dad had this tennis school. The tennis stuff, I've started off thinking, oh, why do I care about this? But it does become quite relevant. Mm. Um, And there's four grown-up children, all with their own issues, and then the mum goes missing and oh, that's right. The and the dad in... thinks they think the dad did it, or whatever. That's yes, the, that's the yes. premise. Um, and it's fine. It's a page turner. I read it. I don't think you'd like it, to be honest. I don't. But I wonder if they'll be making. I wonder if Nicole will be making it into oh, a TV show. Can, or not. I think we can suggest she'll be filming it as we speak. <laughs> I wonder who'll play. Who'll um, play the main character? It's a bit. It's a bit silly. It gets a bit silly, to be honest. Um, wow. But it's all right. Um, I would give it four out of five. Right, that's not too bad. Not too bad. Um, And then I'm calling it I Found the Show of the Year. Yes. It's called Reservation Dogs. It's written by Taika Waititi and Sterling Harjo, who is a Native American guy who's done a few films. And it is just, if you liked Hunt for the Wilder People and Boy and all those beautiful Taika movies in New Zealand about the Maori culture and little you know kids and stuff it's like that it's but it's set on reservation land in Oklahoma it's a gang of kids just it's just honestly it's so funny it's so heartfelt it's so beautiful it's really illuminating but not in a preachy way it's it's like seriously like I can't stop watching it we just love every second of it it's oh, that sounds so fun. great. It's like really, it's very Taika Waititi. You know how he makes things really sort of funny and and kind yes. of a bit kooky, but at the same time really touching. And they, and they have a lot of insight into their own lives, so they're quite self-aware often as well. It's just, it's so beautifully done. I highly recommend it. It's on Foxtel. Um, okay. And it's, the new episodes come out every Monday. He is a genius, like... Taika Waititi is a genius, I reckon. Um, now, just out of interest, I asked you today because yeah. I thought this was on Disney um, and it wasn't. It was on Foxtel. How many streaming services do you have now in your household? Well, um, we have Binge, Amazon Prime, Stan, Apple TV. Is that it? Netflix? Netflix. Five and then and then ABC iView you know all those ones yeah. as well. So you pay five. for five. Yeah, I pay for five. I am really stupid probably to do that, but I like to have a lot of things to watch. We have got Netflix, Stan, um, Apple TV, which I've got free because I bought Apple stuff this year. Um, oh, I haven't got Amazon Prime at the moment. Mm. And haven't got Disney. I have had Disney in the past. I have had Hey You, but I got rid of Hey You. Are you watching? Um, are you watching Nine Perfect Strangers on 
Amazon Prime? No, you're not. Then. No, because I haven't got it. I no. started watching it in Queensland because I had oh, it up there. Yes, but yes. but it, I, I didn't love it so much that I felt I had to go and get Amazon Prime again just to watch it. No, fair enough. It's interesting though, isn't it? Because I bet you added up how much you were spending on TV. But then what else are you meant to do at the moment? That's all we do is watch TV. Yeah, I feel like, um, and also, you know, you've got to have stuff to talk about to people. I know. <laughs> what else are we going to talk true. about? What else are we going to talk about? <laughs> people say, what are you when you're watching? watching, when you're watching all this TV, Claire. Yes, Lisa. Do you ever have a glass of wine? Look, I think we all know the answer to that. The, yeah. Well, the answer is yes. <laughs> yes. And where do you get your wine from, Claire? Well, I mean, you know, I get it anywhere. But I have joined a well, a wine club. It's called Good Pair Days. It's not really a wine club in the old sense. But, like, you know, they they pick four bottles of wine or three bottles of wine and send them to you. And um, I just thought, fuck it, I'm going to do it, even though, you know, shouldn't drink that much, all that stuff. Yeah. You know, all the health reasons. But it's actually really cool. They sent I ordered three bottles of wine. I chose ones that were, like, $23 or whatever so that I wasn't spending a fortune, but I just wanted to try different wines. How does it work? What do you mean? You tell them what you you tell them the kind of things you like. So they do you do a questionnaire and it will say, Do you like melon or do you like chocolate or whatever, you know, and you go through all the things. Um and then you can choose they'll find wine they'll match you with wines that they think you'll like. And then if you don't like them you tell them and they it the them algorithm must, you know pinpoint the kind of flavors that you like so they'll send you wines that you'll like but they'll let you try different things you see i would have said from the name of it good pair days that they were telling you wine sending you wine to have with your curry or something well i think that's on it as well you can that's part of it as well like you can say what food you like to eat and things so that you don't match all that so it's just clever and yeah. then you can get a month, once a month, a box once a month or whatever, and you can stop at any time. Um, it's not an ad. I didn't, I paid. I'm just, I just, on yeah, I just thought it was a good thing to do while I was here in lockdown. You know, drinking anyway, may as well get something yeah. interesting. And I sent you one of the All wines right. already and said you should try this as Emmy. Yeah, Riesling. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. yeah. All right. That it's sounds fun. Big Fine Girl, which I thought was kind of appropriate for both of us, to be honest. What's it called? Big Fine Girl. (laughs) All right. Bloody hell. Moving from wine to coffee. Yes. Brad Pitt, Claire, has um, done this ridiculous ad for one of the coffee brands. I don't even know. What was it? DeLonghi. Yeah. Yeah. And he is on his motorbike and drinking coffee and looking insanely hot. He is. For a man of 63, talking about is not looking your age. Yeah. Is he 63? My God. Um, I know maybe he's not 63. And then you said, big question. Yes. Is it wrong to like him now? And I assume that you're saying that because of the whole um, custody battle. Oh, he's 57. I do take it back. He was born in oh, 1963. Okay. Still, 57 okay. is pretty good. Pretty um, good. So all the custody battle, yeah, and there's lots of stuff going on, obviously. We don't know. know. We don't know the truth about what happened. Uh, yes. I think until we know the truth, you're it's you're allowed to still think he's hot. Okay, well, that's lucky because I think he's incredibly hot in these ads. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I felt I... kind of dirty. In fact, you said I'd grind <laughs> his beans, didn't you? Didn't you say that, Lisa? <laughs> that was a copy reference. I get it. <laughs> I got I it. Know. Yeah. <laughs> do you think? Um, uh, 
he could he's like a long tall latte isn't he or something he's a something yeah it's funny yeah. actually because in the ad he has a cappuccino and you just think he wouldn't have a cappuccino at all no he'd have a short he'd have a short flat he would he or a macchiato or a you know, yeah yeah for sure there's no way he'd be drinking buckets of milky coffee <laughs> Don't you know your, your oh, star? Your celebrity coffee drinkers. But it did make um, me want to get one of the machines, so it's working. It did actually make me want to get one, yeah. Mm. They're probably about two grand, aren't mm. they, though? Yeah. But it's great yeah. because he take, he's on his bike and he picks up his beans and then randomly he takes his bike into the bike shop and, yes. wait, and waits for the man to fix his bike. And the, the bike man is drinking coffee, but he doesn't give him a coffee. And he doesn't get one till he gets home. So he's had a long day already. And why is he having coffee at that time? He'll never sleep. No, madness, Claire. Madness. (laughs) Um, Here's another big question. Big question. How long, if you have an afternoon nap, how long should it be? Well, Lisa, I have the answer to that. Mm. Uh, There's six rules about naps, apparently. And there is a perfect length. So the optimum time for a power nap is 20 minutes, but you need to schedule 40 minutes because you need 20 minutes to fall asleep. So you've got to give yourself a 40-minute period to have a 20-minute nap, which is the the ultimate time frame. I reckon if I was going for a nap, I would fall asleep much quicker than 20 minutes. Maybe it's it's to get to the point that Mm. actually is restful as opposed to just... Yes. And then if, if you're going to have a longer nap, two hours... Right. You've got to be so careful because like, you don't want to wake up groggy, which I think is what you were saying before well, you know, to me. Wake off up, piste. You don't know where you are. Yeah, exactly. Where you are and what your name is or who, who you are. Yeah, and then they say you shouldn't yeah. eat, drink, and then go to have a nap. So you shouldn't have a big long lunch with, you know, a couple of bottles of wine. A couple of I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, and then not fall asleep unintentionally, but, like, if you go for a nap. You shouldn't. Well, that's the biggest, one of the biggest joys in life, isn't it, having a long lunch and then having a nap? I guess I, I guess it's just you can't go to work up. You can't do something afterwards. Oh no! No, no you've got to you got to clear the whole day. Yeah, afternoon naps. Afternoon naps are the best. Now, did you know about this thing called a caffeine nap? It's a thing, right? It's a trend where yeah. you have a coffee just before a twenty-minute nap because caffeine takes twenty minutes to absorb into your bloodstream. So by the time you wake up, you feel twice as energized. Once by the caffeine and once by the sleep. Never heard of it. Right, so that's a thing, right? But it's yeah. really hard to balance properly because you can you fuck up your timings. So either yeah. you can't fall asleep or you wake up and you've missed the opportunity to boost yeah. your performance. Yeah, and then you get up really weird, vivid dreams about, yeah. you know, weird shit. All right, so I'm off for a nap then. Um, <laughs> I'm no, actually having one really now been... as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> Better finish this first. Um, what about we do some what hurts now? What hurts? Now, um, this is for Janet. Tell us about your poo. Yeah, yeah, it's for Janet, our listener Janet. (laughs) I just thought I'd share with you that um, because I don't did I tell you that I was low in iron? Mm -hmm. Um, did I tell you that? You did, but also you've told us all before. So you can when I do update my grey hair story, you can update your iron. My eyes. All right, (laughs) deal. Um, so I finally got to a pharmacist and bought some. Right. And started taking it. Um, but when you take iron, Claire, it turns your poo a funny colour. What colour? Like, well, you think it's black. I then researched it. It's actually very dark green. Oh, okay. Mm. Is that... 
Right. Look how happy I am about it. I know. (laughs) Well, I'm probably more happy than you are about it because I love talking about things like this, but I know it makes you uncomfortable. But I'm curious, you know how sometimes if you eat a lot of kale or um, green vegetables, you know, high iron vegetables, your poo can be quite green as well. I wonder if that's the same thing. I've never experienced that. I've never experienced that. Yeah, interesting. Push you, Claire. (laughs) (laughs) What does that say about me? I don't know. Oh, well, that's interesting. But I'll let you know if I feel a bit perkier with the iron. Yeah, or please if it's do. Just, I wonder how long it takes to kick in. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, you would think it would be fairly instantaneous if you were low. Like, any, surely any raising mm. the levels would make a difference. But yeah. Are well, you feeling less tired, more energetic? I probably am a bit, but it might be a placebo. Who would know? Who indeed would know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, then the other one you've, you've got another one, yeah. Well, it's... Um, Zoom dysmorphia. Yes. So it's the fact that we're all staring at ourselves. Whereas we've talked about this before and how it's, um, you know, really hard work looking at yourself for eight hours a day. But apparently, because we're doing it again now, because we're all in lockdown across Australia, Mm. most of us, um, it's really affecting people's perceptions of their appearance. And so people are all having surgery and have you know or or queuing up to get surgery when they can after lockdowns because people are just so preoccupied with what they look like online isn't Mm. that sad it's really awful and I I understand it too like you just you think you look all right and then you you know bad lighting in the you know home office yeah and you realize the camera is so yeah you haven't got your laptop up high enough and then you think oh my god I've given I almost have given up looking um at myself because I just can't bear it to be honest there was a funny meme earlier and it, um and it was Kendall from the Met Gala and Kim from the Met Gala and Kendall was hosting the Zoom meeting and Kim was attending the Zoom meeting so it's definitely yeah. like sagging skin is a, is a thing because people are holding their so what they think is sagging skin is literally just because you're holding your camera, your phone at the wrong angle or your computer yeah. at the wrong angle. But also image distortion with a front-facing camera means that you don't look like that. And that's really important because <laughs> you just sit there. I've just turned my camera off now whenever I'm in a meeting and I say, sorry, I'm just going to turn my camera off because I'm eating or something and because I just can't yeah. have myself. I can't stare at myself. Yeah. No, or you could do the whole, oh, my internet's not good today, so I'm turning the camera off. That's a good one too. What about what's made you cry this week? It's my party and I cry if I want to. Cry (laughs) if I want to. Cry if I want to. Yeah, what's made made you cry? Um, Well, the Qantas ad made me cry again. Um, Wow, that's because you really want to go away. I know. And my husband hadn't seen it, um, and then he went, oh, is this the ad that everyone's crying about? I agree, Timmy, it's rubbish. I was like, yeah. And he was like, no. No, I agree. doesn't make me cry at all. What made me cry, though, my cat sleeping cutely on the couch made me cry. Right. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Don't ask me why. I don't know. Yeah. Ted Lasso continues to make me cry every time I watch it. Not even at the sad bits. There's just something so, it, it just 
touches something in my heart as soon as I see it that makes me cry and I go from crying to laughing to crying to laughing like tears rolling down my face like a loony I um my sister-in-law let's call her Paula um she finally succumbed and started watching it and she's pretty much watched all of it in two days yeah yeah Yeah. it is it's just so I mean it's everyone says it's feel good it is yeah. feel good, but it's also quite cathartic and sort of, you know, does make yeah. it. Don't don't watch it if you don't want to have tears. And, then, and how beautiful does it make Richmond in London look? Oh, everything. Yeah, everything looks beautiful. And also yeah. people's houses, you go, God, when I lived in London, my Ridiculous. house didn't look like that. No. <laughs> um, all right, so just to balance that, should we do some What Made Me Laugh? Yes. Two yeah. things made me laugh this week. Yeah. One of them is the KFC ad. Have you seen the KFC ad where it's back to the Zoom? And um, and it's a lady and she'd be in her 50s and she says, oh, apologies, I'm late. Thanks for everyone for your patience. Um, I had quite a lot on this morning. And then this <laughs> younger man comes up and they're like, Barry from accounts. And then she goes, hey, what KFC? Because she's in bed with the young man and it really makes me laugh every time I they're see it. They're very clever, those ads, aren't they? All of those very, ones are funny. All of them, very clever. And something else that made me laugh this week was I was looking through an old hard drive for something and I found for some reason <laughs> I found all these performance reviews um from 2012 Ooh. and that you've done or that you had that I've done of other people right, or that amazing. I've collected of other people and um I messaged I'm still in touch with quite a lot of the people and so I mess I messaged them and said do you want to laugh do you want your performance review from 2012 amazing. and it was absolutely amazing and like one of them was um, the PA at the time and now she's super successful because it's almost 10 years, you know. Um, and so I sent it to her and she said, oh, my God, it's like getting your high school report sent to you. <laughs> so and, true. and it was just the whole thing was so fun um, and made me laugh so much because at the time you're so invested, aren't you, in these things? And then you look the at the bane of your later, life, aren't they? Oh, wow. the bane of your life. And then 10 years later you're like, oh. Yeah. And obviously they had no bearing on anyone's success or failure. <laughs> no, exactly. And then there was, and then um, on your one, it was just your name. <laughs> we obviously it. just went, let's go to the pub. We obviously went, nah, <laughs> can't be bothered doing that. It so that made me laugh a lot. So great. And you've got one more thing. Oh, well, it's, a, it's more of a follow-up. It's like a follow-up. It's a follow-up. A follow-up. It's a follow-up. Oh, follow-up. So remember how we talked about slits and tits? Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to say that again. Well, yeah. there's been a there's been a follow up to that, which is that Ashton yeah. Kutcher, Ashton Kutcher, he who said he doesn't wash his kids and only washes his private area, I believe, and he, um, went to see a college football game um, in I'm just looking to see where it was Iowa, the University of Iowa, which is his um, old college, and yeah. when he got there. <laughs> He was being interviewed and the crowd behind him all started chanting, take a shower, take a shower, to the point where you couldn't hear him talking on the TV because the chants were so was loud. It, was he laughing or not? Apparently he just kind of ignored it because he just couldn't, he just, I guess yeah. you don't know what, what can to you say. say. But apparently they've said a few things, like now that um, everyone's, talking about them they've, they've got a bit of a sense of humor about it and have been posting right. their own stuff but i just okay. thought it was so great americans don't often have a sense of irony as they say irony. but they irony. yeah but they they really enjoyed taking the piss out of ashton kutcher which is fun 
Well, I've got a breaking news update for you. Oh, yes. Courtney Kardashian. Yes. She's dating Travis Barker. Oh, uh, yes. From Blink-182. Oh, is he from Blink-182? As if you as Blink. if you were con- you were convinced of that. But that's great. That's great to know. Yeah. Is he the one yeah. that had the plane crash? Yes. Right. And on that note... Mm-hmm. We're going, are we? <laughs> I think we're done, yeah. <laughs> I think all the young people have already turned off, so that's fine. Yes. Um, all right. Well, thank you very much, Lisa. That was great fun. Thank you. And I'll see you again next week, I imagine. Yes, and come to the PDA. I might actually see you next week if we can go for a picnic. Oh, yeah. I wonder if we can go for a picnic and record a podcast at the same time. Oh, why don't you look into it? I will. I will. Okay. I'll get back to you. Um, Come to the PDAs if you want to discuss any more things about the Met Ball or, you know, any other stuff. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, all those those points. And um, we'll be back next week. Okay, sounds good. Bye, Bye. 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 Bye.